Welcome back to Full Bloom. This second episode is on intentional living and we're going to get straight into it, guys. I don't know about you, but this chaotic, fast-paced, digital age often leaves me feeling lost and run down. I mean, yeah, at times I'm killing it with work, doing crazy hours, finishing the week with some cracker results and feeling super accomplished and positive. Then there are other times where I have a slow week and end up feeling guilty and unaccomplished, like I haven't achieved or done enough. It's weird, like we have all these expectations and then this like, you know, guilt tripping sort of creeps up in there and it's become so normal and so accepted and so common in today's day and age. I believe that it's because being busy has become a cultural norm. Like if you're not busy, people start questioning things like, what is wrong with you? Are you going through something? Have you decided to like fall off the face of the earth? Like what's happening? Like they need answers as to why you're not really participating in society as such. Um, I had a professor once say to me like, God, don't you hate when you bump into someone after someone that you haven't seen in a while and you ask how they are? And almost always they respond with, yeah, like just so busy or just busy. It all centers around being busy. Like, okay, cool. We're all busy. Busy has now become synonymous with feeling fine or okay. It's um, not only the norm, but it's just like this standard response that people blurt out. And in response to that, we kind of just nod, agree, play into it. You know, some of us even go to the extent of competing with who's busier, either intentionally or unintentionally, you know, depending on the type of person you are. And it's kind of like, relax, hun. You're not the only person trying to make a living here. We're all in the same shit show. Um, But anyway, (laughs) I feel like this ride that we're all on with these hectic schedules ends up swallowing us up real quick. And before you know it, you're spat right back out feeling empty, exhausted and completely off center. More commonly, this is often referred to as burnout. You know, I've felt it and I absolutely hated feeling it. Um, I hated how it affected me as a person. I wasn't myself. I became snappy, moody and uninspired. And that for me was a terrible place to be. Some people convince themselves that they get a real high from this and not so much the burnout um, because they probably haven't felt it, but more so that like real like crazy, busy, go-getting like lifestyle that they thrive, think that they thrive off. Um, You know, I see a whole bunch of these business gurus preaching about the hustle and mocking anyone who needs time to rest or who says that rest is important. And you know what? I don't trust them one bit. I mean, who genuinely loves being stuck in a rat race and throwing their life away? Um, Yes, we should celebrate hustle and achievement. Uh, People should always chase their dream and work hard for the life that they want. But at what cost? Like This is all good and well as long as you don't allow that hustle to change you into a greedy, self-centered prick who will stop at nothing. Or... Um, perhaps it'll lead to the burnout, you know, to this exhausted and lifeless self that you barely recognize. Again, the gurus, I don't trust them. Like who would enjoy constantly being drained? 
feeding nothing but their ego and their bank account, you know, paying off their bills, competing with themselves and everyone around them, all whilst counting down till the next holiday and the day that they make it really big just so they can show off all their achievements with, you know, flashy materialistic items and rub it in everybody's faces. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. I love nice things. I like nice bags and shoes. Um, I love treating myself when I've worked hard for it. In fact, I have a problem. Like, I over-treat myself sometimes. But you know what? More importantly, like, what I love most is tranquility, peace of mind, calm moments, and people that actually soothe my soul. And if these simple things aren't of key importance to you, uh, I don't believe that you're truly living to your best potential. You're probably just existing. And even worse, you're probably slaving away trying to prove your worth or importance and capabilities to not only yourself, but others. And, you know, this didn't just arise from nowhere. Like you were conditioned somehow, maybe during your childhood or more so in recent times with like with this rise of social media and all these personal highlight reels and these ridiculous lifestyles that you're exposed to um, every hour of the day. And, you know, this isn't all that bad. And sometimes um, these are simply certain dreams that you're chasing and you're trying to achieve for you and your family. And that's all great and well. But... As I said, when hustle turns to burnout or plays into a certain ugly side to you, those dreams are good for nothing. And that could be unpopular opinion, but I stand by it firmly. In my many years of being on Instagram, I've lost count of how many times I've seen people share that quote, money may not buy happiness, but I'd rather cry in a Ferrari than a bus. So deep, like... Seriously, I could drop a little tea and laugh every time I see that. Like, it is such a pity that people can be that shallow. Like, my God, every time I see that, I think to myself, how much love, light and soul must this person be missing? Um, Like, why on earth would you want to be miserable anywhere? Like, regardless of the mode of transport you find yourself in. Like, it's not even silly. It's beyond ridiculous. You know, and to be honest, like, no offense, but most of the people I've seen share that aren't even, aren't really all that deep or inspiring anyway. So, no loss there. You know, our culture is one that encourages selfishness, but um, it's also one that constantly and indirectly tells us that we aren't enough. Hence this need that we need to prove that we are enough, that we can make it and that we can achieve more and tick off all these crazy goals we set. And what is the purpose of this? Like, Are you setting yourself up for an easier and more fulfilling future or do you just want to make a name for yourself and gloat in your success? The real question is, what is your intention? And why is intention important? Well, By living intentionally and in the moment, we can reconnect with that deeper part of ourself, like the one that resonates with our higher truth. And this takes serious commitment and figuring out your why and your direction in order to live a more purposeful life. A simple Google definition would state, to live intentionally means learning how to make better decisions for you. It means choosing to live in a manner that aligns with your sense of self and your sense of purpose. And above all, It means finding meaning in the chaos that is modern living. And a great book that I'd recommend and that perfectly depicts what intentional living is, is The Alchemist. And one of the main lessons that you take from that book is that simple things are also the most extraordinary things and only the wise can see them. 
Basically what that means is that it will take us a fair bit of time, experience and growth in life for us to realise what truly matters. Now, how do you practice intentional living? I'm going to go through a few little steps with you guys. Um, the first of them being you need to create meaning in everything that you do. I often see young people start their first job in hospitality with me. Um, it doesn't have to be the first. It could be one of the first, first few. But I won't go into how many staff we've been through and the trauma stories that I've experienced, but I've seen it all. And the most common thing is that they come in with this idea that this isn't their dream job, so screw it. They won't really have to put any effort in here. They clock in, they do the absolute bare minimum, make mistakes repeatedly and genuinely don't give a shit as it doesn't really affect them or their pocket. They don't really take much notice of um, how their attitude or poor approach affects the people around them or how it could potentially ruin a customer's experience. You know why? Because they don't give any meaning to what they do. They don't care. And to most, it's cool not to care. It's cool until it bites them in the ass one day, until that carelessness and that bare minimum ends up holding them back in life, you know, potentially costing them a dream job or position or even limiting their options. And I always say, whatever you do, whatever you produce, display, create, say, whether it's designing a website or, you know, simply handing out a menu, treat it like it's your work of art. More importantly, keep in mind that this work is a reflection of you, who you are as a person and how you approach life. If you were to do that, you'd put more meaning into the little things and pay more attention with how your presence and your actions affect others. It'll determine the mark that you leave on this world. And the way you feel, because ultimately, if you set the right tone, it'll not only positively impact those around you, but you also will feel better as a person as a result. Now, whether you're a garbage collector or a CEO, there is meaning in what you do. Find your meaning, work on it, and be proud of what you do. If it has meaning, it has substance and depth, and it undoubtedly leads to better results both now and in the future, and not just in your career, but in your life. My second step is you need to shift your energy to the things that truly matter. You know, there are a few questions to ask yourself here. What matters to you in this life? Is it your health, your loved ones, your peace, your career? You know, what truly makes you happy deep down within? when you're at your most bare and vulnerable state. You know, strip off all the materialistic things that you own and the things that bring you pleasure and think of the joy needed within your soul. When you sit down and switch off from all the distraction and think long and hard about what truly matters to you, you shift your energy to it and you give it power, importance and relevance. Note these things down, repeat them to yourself daily if you have to, or even once in a while, like use them as a reminder to ground yourself and to come back to your center when you feel that you start losing clarity or direction. Once you've figured out what truly matters, it's also so much easier for you to sift out and push aside all the negativity, you know, the energy drainers, the bad habits that you've developed and the people that impact you in a destructive way. And be aware of these so you can disconnect and not waste your time on them. 
detachment is power. Like life is way too short to waste time on situations, things and people that do not deserve your time. And when you shift your energy to things that do matter, the positivity and growth is endless. Your time is better invested. You internally um, feel more whole and purposeful. Step three, tune into your surroundings. Now, because we're always so busy and preoccupied, we don't often pay enough attention to the world around us. You know, how often are you glued to your phone, your laptop, your TV or whatever piece of tech you have? Um, Do you pay attention to the people around you? Do you ever walk and pay attention to, I don't know, the shades of green, the cracks in the pavement, the birds, the people that walk by? I don't know about you, but people watching is one of my favorite things to do. I find it calming and hilarious a lot of the time. But anyway, if you don't do these things, you're often most likely too distracted to actually tune into your reality. Um, And now the best way to switch off all the noise and distraction is to silence that phone or digital device that you're using and tune into your environment, especially outdoors within nature. You'll actually feel your heart rate slow down, your mind clear up and your body relax. And when this happens, we respond better. Our behavior and thought processes aren't as burdened and you start to finally feel calm and clear. A lot of the time we mindlessly run on autopilot and we don't realize it until somebody brings it to our attention. Now, unfortunately, we can't always have this like unceasing state of positivity and clarity, but the aim is to turn our attention intentionally to what is happening in the moment and embrace it with curiosity or just simply try and give it our full attention. Being in the moment will allow you to enjoy the many things that we often take for granted or miss out on because we're too preoccupied with thoughts, distractions, things we really can't even control right now or things that are completely out of our reach. And um, one of the key areas of our lives that directly benefit from us being tuned in um, are our relationships. When you tune in, you can better read and understand your company. It paves way for healthier communication and a much deeper connection. There's nothing worse than trying to communicate when you're so deeply unsettled, distracted or even burnt out. And this sort of ties into my last step, which is to slow down, be present and live. We seem to be racing through life. By racing to the next thing before you've even fully experienced the first, you're not living, you're existing. There's a quote I love and it begs the question, when was the last time you did something for the first time? It's so simple, yet such a rare experience for so many of us today. Like you actually have to stop and think long and hard about that one time in recent times where you've experienced something for the first time. And that's because everything is at our fingertips. There's barely anything left for us to try or experience and explore with that pure like childlike excitement. And in saying that, like I saw something today stating it's funny how so much of finding yourself in adulthood is simply getting back to who you were and what you loved as a child. Um, That's that deep intention within. Uh, You want to connect to the real you, your most authentic self. And the best way to do that is to slow down. You know, learn to do nothing at times. We need to stop like trying to keep up with everyone and just run our own race. Like what works for me won't necessarily work for you. But one thing is for sure, we all need rest and recovery. 
as a collective, like we have to accept rest as a normal and necessary practice, just like we've accepted, you know, being busy as a cultural norm. This is like the only way you'll be able to invite peace into your life and allow for firm and intentional action. Now, initially, like a slower approach might not work for some. And um, I know people that need decisions and actions fast and now, and that's okay. In some situations, this will continue to work best for you. But if you're powering through your day every day and missing so many key things that benefit your mind, body and soul, or perhaps even missing what the clo- those closest to you need from you emotionally, then perhaps it's time to like take a step back and reassess your approach simply so you can filter out what's not needed and what actually is. If anything, um, if you're a go-getter and you generally have a more active, energetic personality and thrive off the fast pace you set, Try not to completely neglect this, like a slower approach. Um, and even more importantly, at least don't neglect being fully present. Sometimes by doing a little bit less and saying no to certain activities that pop up, tasks, you know, both online and offline or just people in general that require your time, you're recognising what is and isn't worth your time. Uh, We can't say no to everything, but we can still set boundaries for ourselves that help us master the way that we run our days and our lives in general. Think of it this way. By slowing down, being present and having intention, you're basically setting yourself up for more nourishing and fulfilling life. You'll have time to sharpen your perspective, remain inspired, and you'll better enlighten all your personal and professional connections. If you really want to welcome intentional living into your life, um, you also need to get comfortable with silence. Silence creates the space we need to reflect on our thoughts so um, that when we do speak, we add value and not mental clutter or extra noise in an already excessively noisy world. Now, mastering all of this is in no way easy, especially not in the world that we live in today. But Always bring attention to these things if you constantly remind yourself that these four um, steps are important. Create meaning in everything you do. Shift your energy to things that matter. Tune into your surroundings and slow down, be present and live. You're at least reminding yourself of what needs to be done and where your focus should be to live with intention. Tune into the next episode. I'll be releasing these weekly and I'm kind of getting tired of listening to my own voice. Um, so I'm going to start having guests on here, guys, and I'm so excited to share them with you. So stay tuned. Have a great day.